All right. It's morning now. Aiden, uh, I don't know. What do I even call him? Well, anyway, he's still asleep. It's now been about 12 hours since I realized that my roommate's been replaced by some imposter. He doesn't know that I know, but I need to be careful. I swear on my life, I'm going to find out what happened to the real Aiden. And I'm going to get him back. The imposter's up. He's in the common area eating breakfast. I- I'm gonna try to see if I can get anything out of him. Let me just put this in my pocket. Hey, man. Morning. So, uh, did you get some good sleep last night? I'm sure you needed it after the blast the night before. Yeah, I got some good sleep, but it, it wasn't that urgent. The electrical shortage happens sometimes, so I wasn't too worried about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Still, though, didn't you think it was pretty freaky? Not really. It was loud, but there's not that much to worry about. I mean, you did read the email, didn't you? Well, yeah, but doesn't that not make much sense to you? I mean, I've never heard of an electrical shortage being that loud. Joaquin, the email came from the headmaster herself. It's her job. If she says nothing is wrong, then nothing's wrong. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You're right. Anyway, it was good that you were with your study group friends, even if it, you know, wasn't actually dangerous. Yeah, I guess. And apparently they were leaving early to head to some party anyway. Right. Weren't you with them? Well, yeah, I just, uh, I think it would have been a better idea to stay and study. There's not much easing in the workload just because it's the beginning of the semester. No, yeah, totally, I get it. But then why would you leave with them? Joaquin, do you have a problem with me? Do I? No, no, not at all. I'm just trying to eat my breakfast. Why are you interrogating me right now? No, no, I'm not. I I, I was just trying to get a conversation going, like uh, Bond is roommates (laughs) or whatever. Uh, Well, I have to go get ready for the assembly. Assembly? the mandatory spring semester kickoff assembly? (laughs) Oh, yeah, right, duh. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'll see you back in our room then. Uh, I still need to eat. Great. God, why do I have to be so conspicuous? Look, I I can't help it. I'm trying to solve a weird-ass mystery here. Of course I'd get a little excited. I just need to pull back a little bit and go to this assembly, I guess? I literally did not know it was a thing until just now, but I guess it's mandatory. I wonder if I should... Uh, No, he's already suspicious enough. I'm gonna leave the recorder here, okay? Okay, I'll, I'll give you updates later.
This is... I am closer. I have not been this close before. How? Can they hear me? Can they see me? No. No. They cannot. I am still above. But not entirely. I am... Between. In the veil that separates my world from theirs. I can see all of them. How long have I been? This does not feel right. I have not been here since. I have never been here. I am different. I have never been here before. I do not feel right. I know it's wrong in my bones or whatever. I have no... I cannot, I cannot be here. How, how is this? I can see everything. They thought I, they thought I could see everything. Okay, uh, I... Alright, I, I don't know how much time I have, so I'll try to be fast. Uh, the assembly thing was... not super eventful, to be honest. I, I mean, it was, it was sort of overwhelming because, like, the entire school was in the auditorium, so it was really loud and obnoxious, and... It was super weird, too, because it was, like, segregated by each grade, because, you know... Rich people love to organize everything into arbitrary labels, including people. Anyway, it was actually kind of interesting to look at, because all the bleachers going around the whole gymnasium, it was starting with the 11-year-olds, and the farther down you go, the older everyone got. Like, it's not noticeable at first, just small changes, but then before you know it, everyone has gone from kids to practically adults. It's like a sea of shifting bodies, especially with the blue uniforms, and you can see the process of aging like, like it's physicalized right in front of you. God, I sound like Chance right now, being all poetic like that. I don't know. Maybe it's this whole situation that's got me in a weird, contemplating mood, but I couldn't help but notice that everyone was just growing up around me. It's not just an age, too. It's like you can see the different ways they carry themselves. They go from like doe-eyed and energetic to more resigned. And it's not like everyone's all serious or anything, but you can just see it in their eyes, their mannerisms, the way they move. It feels like the older they get, the more limited they feel. They don't see a million options in front of them like they used to. They're they're on one track, and some of them are taking that track head-on, and some of them wish they could change it, but most of them, they don't even think about it at all. So they just 
go along with it without question. And it's like, <laughs> is that where I'm at too? I mean, yeah, I was just observing everyone, but I'm, I'm not detached from them. I'm part of this process just as much as they are. And what if I've just lost? <clears throat> uh, no, I'm, I'm going to stop there. You know, I'm starting to depress the hell out of myself and we do not want to slip into another episode. I've got too much going on for that to happen right now. <clears throat> Still though, Chance would be proud of me. <laughs> being all insightful and using metaphors and shit. He always jokes that my head is like a concrete wall. Anyway, it's just a bunch of rich kids. They already get everything they want, so shouldn't even bother me that much anyway. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, wow, so much for being fast. Whatever, I don't even know when the imposter's gonna be back. I I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's just start again at the assembly. It was pretty boring. Other than the overwhelmingness of all the people and the existential dread, you know, standard stuff. Uh, other than that, it was just a regular, kind of pointless welcome back to school. Well, I mean, welcome back to everyone else. Sort of just a welcome to me, since I've never been here before. <laughs> At least there was no announcement of our brand new student who's just here for one semester for some reason. Everyone gave him a nice, warm, Delphic Peak welcome. <laughs> God, I probably would have shriveled into nothing if that happened. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty much just the headmaster wishing us a happy return to school and then some cheesy spiel about the importance of our work. It was kind of messed up, actually. She spent, like, 0.2 seconds saying she hoped we had a good holiday with our families and stuff and then immediately went into this huge speech about how nothing is more important than working hard and getting the best grades and how we need to prioritize that over everything else our family friends relationships mental health whatever we must strive to get a 5.0 gpa even if it kills us or makes us want to die i mean not her exact words but you get the idea standard academia bullshit and then some other faculty members spoke, and I don't know if maybe she doesn't pay them enough or something, but they were acting pretty weird with her in that, you know, like, rich, passive-aggressive way. Like, there was some mad tension between some of them and the headmaster, but... Yeah, their speeches were even cringier. Like, mostly how we need to aspire to greatness, blah blah blah, and then throw in some how-do-you-do, fellow kids, attempt to be relatable, make us laugh. Oh god, and then there was some sports thing, and this awful scene from a Midsummer Night's Dream by the drama troupe, and uh, yeah, that was it, I guess. So yeah, even though the assembly itself was pretty pointless, I, I made sure to use it as an opportunity to see how people acted around Aiden. I mean, he had totally fooled me. Uh, well, I mean, not totally, because I was suspicious, even at first, but I mean, I, I just felt like something was wrong in a way I, I couldn't put my finger on. When he came back last night, I, I really thought he was Aiden. I don't know how that's possible, but I did. I mean, if I didn't have the voice recording of the real Aiden, I don't know if I would have put it together that this was an imposter. So I wanted to see if he was fooling other people too. Maybe something was wrong with me or, or messing with my head and everyone would just instantly be like, uh, who the hell is this guy? I don't know. I'm not really sure what I was expecting people to react like, but just I wanted to see something. I feel like I've been going through this totally alone, and anything from anyone would have been some kind of comfort, knowing that this is actually happening, not just some isolated thing in my own head. Anything would be progress, and, uh, yeah, I guess the results are in. No one batted an eye. I met him back in our dorm, and we walked to the auditorium together. 
Uh, I was keeping an eye on him and seeing how he was acting with all the other students walking there and how they were acting with him and yeah, really just nothing. He said hi to a few people on the way, and they responded like they've known him for years. And well, I mean, I guess they have, if they think this really is Aiden. And oh, This is just so hard to wrap my head around. It's like, as we were walking, I was kind of justifying to myself that maybe everyone did know this guy, but that doesn't mean they think he's Aiden. Uh, for all I know, this could just be some other student who's pranking me because I'm new or something. Uh, that might not make total sense, but it's a lot less crazy than whatever else could be going on. But no, that theory went out the window pretty much as soon as we sat down and this group of people, well, I'm guessing it's a study group, they called him by his name and asked to sit with us. They saw him and unprompted called him Aiden. And they were talking like they were all old buddies. I just don't know how to process that. I mean, obviously, this has me going on pretentious, faux-poetic ramblings about aging, so clearly it's got me in a pretty weird-ass headspace. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being paranoid and overthinking it, but I think what seemed weirder than how everyone else was acting with him was is how he was acting with them. Does that make sense? Like, everyone was acting normal, which, strange enough as it is, but Aiden, or, or you know, the imposter, he was acting... Normal, but, but like way too normal, you know? Do I just sound like a crazy person right now? Look, it seemed like he was trying to put on the front that nothing was out of the ordinary. The way he was talking with the study group, it, it almost seemed like he was trying to make it look like he was all buddy-buddy with them. And when we were walking there, he, he kept saying hi to people super casually, and, and a lot of them kind of seemed like they... Not like they didn't know him, but like they didn't know him well enough to greet each other in the hall? Like, like, why would he do that? Unless he... Oh my god. I literally sound like a lunatic. I, I sound like I'm trying to catch a cheating boyfriend or something. Well, what can I say? I'm a chronic overanalyzer. It's true, I'm diagnosed. <laughs> no, I'm not, obviously, but some other diagnoses come pretty close. But I'm serious. Maybe I am just looking too much into his body language and, and the way he talks or whatever, but after our meeting this morning, I'm almost positive he knows I'm suspicious, and I'm sure watching his every move today didn't help either. So I'm just saying, it makes sense that he put in a little extra effort to prove he's just regular old Aiden, nothing to see here. Well, you tried too hard, Mr. Imposter. Looks like I'm not the only one who's conspicuous around here. Or maybe I really am just reading too much into it. I, I don't know, but what I do know is that he's probably going to be back any minute. I'm not sure where he went, but after the assembly, he just rushed off and said he needed to do something and he'll be back to the dorm in a bit. So I'll wrap up this crazy Pepe Sylvia rambling session for now. All well, this conspiracy theorizing is exhausting anyway. I'm, I'm gonna try to take a nap uh, before my next foray into exposing my fake roommate to the whole school. God, that still sounds crazy.
I have calmed myself. Who could have imagined that there were still things in this universe that could surprise me? Take me off my guard. One would not think it possible, and yet... Perhaps I am not so othered from humanity as I had previously thought. Sometimes I can get too wrapped up in myself. This situation, this state in which I now find myself. A flaw of mine. Flaw is a concept I believed I had shed long ago, but apparently that is not the case. Much like the sea of aging children of today, the gradual and imperceptible process of growing and changing that all living creatures make. Today made real and concrete in front of my very eyes. Much like them, I am growing, growing, changing. I am still growing and changing and shifting and I had not thought that possible. Not anymore. Once I had thought that there was nothing new for me, that I understood all that I ever would, and I was content remaining in stasis for the rest of Eternity? Shall I die? Or can something in pure stasis even be killed? Perhaps it is all the gradual changes we make through our existence that slowly take our life from us. We grow and learn and unlearn and change until the moment we expire. The final transformation. And maybe without all that one just stays. Regardless, it does not matter anymore. I had thought I was immune and I am not. It is as simple as that. I may have been hypocritical, criticizing humans for expressing blatant egocentrism when I myself was just as self-centered, thought I was impervious to anything that I did not know. Foolish. I know now that there are many things I have to learn. I must learn. I should have known. 
So I've gathered some intel, uh, by which I mean I went out and asked some of Aiden's friends if they thought he was acting weird. Uh, I may be trying to solve a mystery, but I have enough self-awareness to not be that pretentious and seriously say shit like, gathered intel. Basically, I just wanted to see if other people had also noticed anything odd about Aiden today. I was sort of wondering how to go about this, because well, I figured knocking on the doors of people who I barely knew and being like, Hey, uh, you don't really know me, but did Aiden seem weird to you today? Like, I don't know, maybe he might have been replaced by someone who looks nothing like him and possibly has some kind of nefarious plan? Yeah, that, that probably wouldn't have gone over super well. But thankfully, I hit a stroke of luck because his whole study group, you know, minus him, uh, was in our dorm's common room today. And I mean, I say stroke of luck, but it was still not great. Like, uh, I mean, I definitely came across as some kind of creep is what I'm saying. Or at the very least, very nosy. But that's not what's important. I gathered some useful information. Frustrating, but still useful, I guess. I went up to them and made some pleasantries for a bit, so I didn't seem too eager to probe. I said I was just trying to make some new friends since I was the new kid, and they seemed like cool people. But, I mean, they didn't, really. They were actually kind of dismissive of me for the most part, and snobby, like, you know most everyone else I've interacted with here so far. One of them literally asked, so why did you come here in the middle of the year just to stay for one semester? Which, you know, would have told them if I actually had the answer myself, but anyway, you have to stretch the truth to get what you want sometimes. So I was saying how they seem cool and Aiden like studying with them. And then I use that to transition to how he was acting today. Uh, I basically just straight up asked if they noticed anything different about him, and the group consensus was just... no. They just saw the same old Aiden. I guess I shouldn't be so disappointed based on how they were acting around him at the assembly earlier, but... Uh, 
I don't know. I was hoping they just didn't want to say anything, but they actually thought he was being so weird, and they all wanted to help me figure out the truth and expose him as a fake, but... Yeah, no, they said he seemed totally normal. I kept pressing and asking if they thought he was acting even a little out of the ordinary, but they just said not really. A couple of them thought he had a little bit of a pep in his step today, like he was being pretty friendly and energetic, but that's all. Nothing that stands out as super weird. At this point, they're all staring at me like I was acting weird now, and so I just said he seemed like he was feeling sick this morning, so I wanted to make sure he was okay. They definitely didn't buy it, which, like, fair, it was a pretty bad lie, I'll admit. Uh, but by that point, I was getting sick of their judgmental glares, so I just, I just excused myself and went back to the dorm, and here we are. And I don't know what to think. I know that this is all happening, at least I think so, but, uh, but how the hell is it that I'm the only one who seems to notice that something is really, really wrong? I mean, they said he was acting friendlier than usual, which goes with my theory that he's putting on a face and trying to appear normal, but, but come on, what seems more likely? That, that Aiden got snatched up and replaced by a total stranger and no one notices except me? Or that I'm just going crazy because of this new environment and I'm just acting like a stupid fr Damn it. I just feel lost. I should probably wrap up anyway, because the imposter will probably be back soon, and I don't want him to see me with it. Well, do I even need to be so sneaky? I'm pretty damn sure he knows I'm suspicious of him already, or, you know, maybe I'm just being paranoid and on edge. It's always a possibility with me, sort of my forte. But how important is it, really, that I keep the Olympus hidden? Anyway... The school does allow simple recording devices for notating in class, and well, Claudia and I even signed a form, so I, I just need to focus on Aiden, and, and if he... Uh... Sorry, I, Oh my god, I... Sorry, I just started feeling so di dizzy. Uh, 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 what's happened? What's happening? Oh god, his... His face... Oh, I can't remember his face... Astra is written, directed, and produced by B. Delapiane, with story editing by Elliot Sutton and Sienna Delapiane, art by Deja Brown, and music by Cole Ramirez. Episode 2, Assembly, featured the voices of B. Delapiane as Joaquin, Jesse Carl as The Voice, and Aiden Blank as The Imposter. For more information, visit inostrapodcast.podbean.com. Why did Joaquin make a big tumble? Subscribe or follow on whatever platform you're listening so you can hear new episodes of In Astra every Saturday. And please consider leaving a review. Reviews are super important in these early stages of shows and it only takes a minute. Thank you so much. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at In Astra Podcast and talk about the show online using the hashtag In Astra Pod. 
If you've listened this far, tweet or comment at us saying, Joaquin collapsing is just like me if I don't have my morning coffee. It'll be our little inside joke. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Until then, stay warm. It's cold in space.